We did see Captain Flash. <laughs> Jacques Howard on, lo on location. I'm in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and I'm with... Tina Caracas. And Jen Hampton. So Tina and Jen are two lovely ladies who are doing some amazing things in Asbury Park, New Jersey, not far from Trenton, a little over an hour away. But it's got this growing, amazing art scene and has had that for a long time. So I was fortunate enough to use some of my uh, old school connections <laughs> to uh, come to Asbury, get a nice tour. And get Is that a... you, the old school connection? <laughs> yes, that's right. So I got Emphasize the old school, old... Oh, <laughs> old school connection from Tina and um, she introduced me to the skate park, mm -hmm. which is happening here. Uh, we walked along the boardwalk. We some of the his saw some of the historical architecture, and I got to meet so many people. And you are one of them. Nice. And so many wonderful things have been said about you and the gallery where we are today. So why don't you talk about your gallery for a couple of minutes? Parlor Gallery. Let's see. I started. I had a gallery here nine years ago. It started out as Crybaby. It was across the street, and it was with a friend of ours from LBI. She was um, an interesting girl. She wanted to find something, and she really enjoyed going to art shows. So she's like, "Oh, we should do a gallery." But then, as you start to do a gallery, you realize, like, "Oh, this isn't as glamorous as I thought it would be." And you know, she fell in love and wanted to have a family. She's like, "I can't support her family on this." So she was like, "See ya," and I'm like, "Oh no." So I was lucky enough to have um, upstairs in this building, there were two, three artists working, like artist lib workspace situation. And so one of them was this woman named Jill, and she used to come outside and we'd smoke cigarettes together. And I'd be like, oh my God, Jenny left me. And she's like, yeah, I saw that coming. Like, why are you surprised? And I was like, I need a partner. Do you want to be my partner? And she's like, no. And then I was like, okay, well just think about it. And she's like, okay, I will. And then after like a couple months, she realized like she was paying almost half as much as rent as this whole space. So she's like, oh wait, I could make art there and try to sell it. So that's how Parlor Gallery came to be. Mm -hmm. So we've been here seven years mm -hmm. in this location. So Parlor Gallery, and, and Tina, jump in here as well. So Parlor Gallery, are there other options or are there other galleries in Asbury that are similar to what Parlor oh, is? not similar. There's definitely other galleries. There's always, like when I first moved to town, there were seven galleries, which is a sign of the times for, um, development now there's three no wait four there's four. four galleries so there's parlor gallery there across the street is palette gallery and then there's gallery 629 which is a vanity gallery oh sorry i'm tapping which is a vanity gallery or like not a not necessarily a vanity but the owner is an artist and he sometimes shows his work but he also sometimes shows local people's work and um he owns the building and his office is in a gallery space so he's like oh, maybe i'll do a show today so it's not necessarily traditionally set up as like you know four weeks five weeks new show it's just kind of like when it happens and then there is a gallery on the other end of town called um, exhibit nine which is um, different curation but same concept different shows different artists artist talks that mm -hmm. sort of thing so would you both say that art as a community has helped to revitalize asbury and is is helping to move asbury into the this, uh, this progression of becoming, you know, a, a new version of itself? It's kind of a tricky... I know, because... That's a tricky thing. It kind of puts us in the middle of, like, where, where we want it to go and where it has gone and where it hasn't gone. So yeah. uh, I think it has a lot to do with it. I think the music scene here is still here. I think the art scene is uh, growing, but there's a lot of speed bumps that we have to uh, overcome, one being... Um, the direction of the town, you know, yeah. how many bars needs to open up here that, you know, 
and how do we how do we can, how can we afford to stay here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. gentrification is still an issue here. In huge, yeah, and it's a huge issue, and you know the city's sort of it's a weird thing, and and you probably know this from coming from Trenton. It's like you have these opportunities, artists can move into town, they can make a difference. You start the change, and then ultimately what you're doing is you're opening the doors for gentrification because you're making it safe for people and you're making it pretty for people and you're making it feel different for people. So right now we have a lot of developers that are piggybacking off the work of people that came 20 years before us and 50 years before us. And I mean, that's how things evolve. But currently there is no programs in place to protect the artists that protect the galleries. I mean, if you don't own your building, you're at constant threat of greedy landlords and you're in constant threat of how do you stay in a place where you're still, I mean, an art gallery business is a very slow growth if it's done correctly. Um, and so what you, what happens is you say, oh my God, I've done all these things to help this progress. What about me? And then, cause you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about, I want to make my place better than I found it. And so all these little things you're like, oh no, I am part of gentrification. I am part of this sort of cycle that happens everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Tina and I were talking earlier over some food and uh, drinks, of course. And uh, we were talking about that exactly, about how, um, what's that threshold? Where does that line cross where the people who are here can't afford it anymore? Yeah. And we also said, we're going to, we're not landlocked here, so we can move around and we can try some different things. But what about the people who are stuck here and this is all they know? How do we kind of merge this together? Do you have any ideas or any concepts? I mean, it's the, it's the I don't want to speak out of turn, but it's like I sit on all these committees and it's the same. What do you do? What do you do with the west side versus the east side? What do you do with people that haven't left and come to the ocean front. It, there's no place for them. But I mean, it's, it's interesting. Now, what we consider is, is this segregation isn't just a east side, west side, wrong side of the tracks things. It's like, oh wait, you, you can't move into places where families have lived forever and just take their properties, you know? So I do think that the one positive thing for me is that everybody's really sensitive to that, but no one has a solution. Great. Yeah. Tina, anything to add about that? No. I, I mean, I, I, we just... We struggle with it, and I hear mostly the stories from Jen, honestly, you know, because she's the one who sits in those meetings. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting at a meeting that someone's going to say to me, well, we don't have an answer. And, and for me, I'm like, what is the answer? Let's find the answer. I, I need to find the answer. I can't sit in a, in a room that someone tells me you're never going to have the answer. I mean, this is a great example. I sat in a meeting the other day, and it was for all people, like, different businesses. How can we make our town better? How can we make it more suitable for business? How can we this? How can we this? So there's 15 of us. We're all nominated. <clears throat> and there's one um, man, an African-American man that has a barber shop on the west side in a bad neighborhood or whatever. And, and she's using air quotes, folks. Yes, by the way. I'm using air quotes because, you know, what I think is bad and what they think is bad might be two different things. But we're all complaining about, you know, entitled white kids, you know, breaking storefronts and vandalizing because they're frustrated and drunk and like what are you going to do how are we going to fix this problem and how are we going to fix the problem of rising rents and what about rent control and he was just like how about i can't get someone to walk down my street how about i can't get a nice family to move into my neighborhood like the problems in a six block radius are so different are so night and day that i felt like i felt bad i was like yeah it's important to check yourself yeah totally I mean, important it to check yourself like yeah. oh like i'm 
my issues, and I mean, you can say this about anything in your world. What my problem might be huge in my world to him is like, I wish I had that problem. I wish I had the problem of people, you know, walking by my store but not coming in, or there's no walking traffic during the day. He has no traffic, you know, and it's like he's still trying to figure out a solution. And I was like, you know, it's right. You're right. You're totally, you know, and Asbury's always suffered from that Sucks problem. That you and don't have an answer. No. You know what I mean? It just, it, that's, that's what I think about. Like, you know. Because really, the end of the day is if, Who's, the answer is nothing you want to hear because who, who what you want to hear it? is, oh, we should move into the west side and start um, facilitating businesses. You know what that's going to mean? Yeah. For the people that can't afford to facilitate their own business, they're going to get pushed out right. and their opportunities are ending. Right, so it's sucks. like, I don't encourage people to How do you to protect the, the people, the, the, the up and coming business owners? I told the guy, I was like, you need to get all your friends, you need to pull your money, you need to start opening businesses because someone else will take it from you. And I was like, you need to like get your own community going and he was just like easier said than done I'm like it sucks but yeah. now those people also like we have a main street corridor that that's the other question mark like here we are in this six blocks of commerce right that's it so here we have square footage that's about 30 20 to 20 30 dollars a square foot but there's no walking traffic but there's all this press so people think like oh well Asbury's popular we can charge that that's what the that's what the market can withhold. But then you go to Main Street and you're like, oh, maybe I'll move my business to Main Street. But then they've heard of this urban, like, ooh, you can get a lot of money for your space. And so now their rents are out of control and they'll, they'll just sit empty. So it's like this weird cycle mm -hmm. that I think everybody's like, how do you fix it? Mm -hmm. So so let's let's bring it back and talk about the, the community and the culture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as you were walking me around, I'm, I'm thinking about Tina. Um, I, I was introduced to several people who had nothing about, but positive things to say about you, and you've introduced me to Jen. And obviously there is a group of people here who are interconnected, mm -hmm. who are working together, who For spend sure. time together, who are that, you know, air quotes, nuclear family. Mm -hmm. Just talk about what that, what's happening here in Asbury regarding that. I like the air quotes that yeah. we have to talk <laughs> about. That's right. Hi. How are you? Yeah, you should pick up something? Sure, what are you going to pick up? Oh no, you know what? He forgot to drop it off. Let me see if he's around. <laughs> We're going to pause the audio. Hold on one second. We have to pause no, 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 the audio no, no. as we have a customer. I forgot to grab it. So we're back I just after. Remember a, air quotes. That's yeah. all I remember. Yeah, we're we're back after a short break. Um, it's nice to be in an art gallery where there's some commerce. Yeah, right. That, that's <laughs> happening. So, so I, w I was asking about the community. Mm -hmm. um, you and Tina, Jen and Tina, you guys are, are connected, and mm -hmm. Tina's introduced me to a bunch of people here in town. Just talk about the community of people here in Asbury who are trying to make, make things happen. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> That's what keeps you here. That's what like, keeps you sucked in. It's like you feel part of a bigger thing. So at times it becomes, I think, a little... Um, it's uplifting. It's really awesome to have that sort of internal support. But sometimes it becomes like a what's it called when you go to a meeting? Everybody complains about like a support group, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, oh my god, yeah. the parking nonsense! I've been yeah. here like it, it, it that's my least favorite part about being part of like yeah. a community. A small a, one. Is, a small one is because there is a lot of complaining. Um, for me, I I I, I like I, I'm more into like. Uh, you know, when we first came here, Jen was just like, you know, I want to bring you to Asbury Park. I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I, I just said no. She goes, no, no, they need our help. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's Mel from the lanes and he needs help through the interior. And I'm like, no. 
And finally she talked me into it because she's easy, you know, it's hard to say no to Jen. And I came down here and I fell in love. We walked into Asbury Lanes and we walked into a time warp. It was 1961 all over again. And we both saw the potential of doing something different and making a change here in Asbury. I didn't stay, she did. That's what's the, that's, I, I went on to, you know, I had a son, I'd take care of my son. I wasn't getting paid at the lane, so I yeah. might as well move on and find a job. So I did leave and she stayed. Um, but every single time something happens, what brings me always back is that we're building something, that we're doing something together, that, that's, that we're all trying to make a difference. I don't like the complaining part of it. I love when we're doing something to build something. That's it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Asbury Lanes, for example, has, has been a pinnacle in this area for a long time, providing recreation, opportunities for people to come together. Um, so I'd like to say that it's not just uh, a bar or a venue. It's like a community center. It really was. And, and how would you explain that? Like, you, you, I don't know if you've ever been to a bar and you walked in, you're like, it just, you didn't feel comfortable, you didn't feel like you were home, you didn't feel like anybody wanted to talk to you. Anybody of any type would walk in there and would feel like they, they came home, they've been there, you know, it became part of like, you know, it wasn't a big money maker. That's the problem that the lanes was, is that we, we couldn't figure out how to make it, you know, sustain itself because mm -hmm. you know even though it was cool we all lived there and who paid who paid the you know the ten dollars to get in <laughs> to see the band play you know so um yeah i don't even know you know how, how to say what would, would what would change that you know we, we were just doing something different there you mm -hmm. know and that's what got me asbury lanes was our home away from home mm -hmm. it's sad now we're like where do you go there isn't we don't have any place that we want to go to hmm. So we've got the skate park that's happening here in, in town as well. And, um, you know, recreation site, it's in a historic building, so to speak. There's um, major funding that comes with it. Um, how would, how, or how do you think skateboarding is going to help with the whole scene here in Asbury? I just think it adds to us in building culture here in Asbury. Um, it's creating um, a safe place for everyone to come and uh, be a part of the community. Uh, and, and, and the people are coming from all over to go to the skate park. And I just, I don't know, I owned a skate shop, so it's, it's easy for me to say that it's a great thing, you know, because it, it created a, a space for someone, you know, to have do something different mm -hmm. in the skate park. No, know? too, and it's, yeah. it's interesting the people involved in it, I was like, now you know why Asbury Lanes felt good. All the intentions are pure because now a year outside of the lanes, you realize you give value to a building that maybe people didn't love. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing again is opening the door for, oh, cool, you love it. I'm going to love it too and I'm going to take it. So I just hope that the skate park gets more than a year to, and it probably, to have it. And it probably won't. <laughs> Because they're gonna they're gonna figure out how you know it's not gonna be enough money for them to, to be there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's the coolest thing and ever. We, yeah, it's, and everybody it, loves it. And everyone and the photographs are amazing. And and the people that roll through are, are legends and and up and coming legends and little kids that are just like the best. So and, excited. And 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 to see that kind of excitement and and a child is like you know it's priceless. But. It, you know, it's five dollars to get in. You know, it's thirty dollars. Right, thirty dollars for a. They're going to change that. Right. <laughs> how, how, how are they going to make it happen? They can't. You know, yeah. It's never going to be a money maker. So they're going to. It'll be there for a year. It'll be very cool. But I'm sure it'll move on to something different. Mm -hmm. Going forward, what would you guys like to 
let the rest of the world know about Asbury from people who were in the scene, mm -hmm. people who were helping to create and mold the scene and have been here to help lay a portion of the foundation. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happens in your town. Make sure that you have programs and people set up to be your champions against big developers, I guess, would be my biggest advice for other communities going through this sort of thing because if you don't have that on your side or you if you don't protection. buy property if right. you don't get if you don't band together to create your own future someone will take it from you <laughs> wow i think that's a perfect way to end oh it's terrible isn't it it's true i know yeah. but it's so funny you know 10 years ago when you start these projects it's, you're so excited to do something different and you have no one telling you no and it's the most wonderful, beautiful feeling. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's funny that protection doesn't even become into, become a part of your mind you until the end. You don't think about it. You don't think about it. You don't it. think about any you of know, it. To lose it, you know, you built it. You know, you're not thinking about losing it. You're thinking about what the next next brick is. You know, it's never the thought of losing it. We have a friend, Jonathan Levine, who loves Trenton. So every time we talk, he's like, "You should move to Trenton, man." There's they need you in Trenton. I'm like, you move to Trenton. You love Trenton. That's your hometown. You maybe someday I will. Maybe I will move my gallery to Trenton. You know, and he gets real. He gets real. It's great to see such loyalty and, and love for his hometown. But like, at the end of the day, it's like if you thought that, why why don't you move your gallery there? You know. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like Trenton's great because you're still there's still many parts of it that you can still do what you want. You know what I mean? You could still carve out what you want. Mm -hmm. And if you had a notion, I would live there. <laughs> but mm -hmm. and, and that's that's part of what I'm, what I'm trying to do with, um, you know, all of my efforts mm -hmm. is to say, hey, look, how can I partner with people who have been through this and are doing this in other places mm -hmm. that are further ahead than Trenton? And how do we put the policies and procedures in place yeah. so that gentrification, as it happens, it doesn't take over and eliminate the cool factor or displace the people who want to be there and maybe are landlocked sure. and can't leave. Yeah, totally. So Jen, Tina, thank you guys both for a couple of minutes thank of your you. time. Thank you. This is the saddest. This is Asbury's homecoming and they never close down the street for them. It makes it breaks my heart.